Hello and welcome to the 23rd episode of After the Pulpit. I'm Ian Hawkridge coming to you from Somerset West in South Africa. And the title for today is The Call to Obscurity. I'm going to read from John chapter 3, verses 25 to 30. An argument developed between some of John's disciples and a certain Jew over the matter of ceremonial washing. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, that man who was with you on the other side of the Jordan, the one you testified about, look, he is baptizing and everyone is going to him. To this John replied, A person can only receive what is given them from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but I am sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine, and now it is complete. He must become greater. I must become less. And that's from the New International Version. And it's a little bit about John the Baptist and his testimony about Jesus. One of the things I've been doing since retiring from full-time ministry is to document the effects it has had on my own life in the hope that this can be of some use to others in the same situation. While we all experience life differently, there are some common factors that influence all of us when we retire and go through the process of moving out of the center. Those of you who haven't been in, in full-time ministry, but perhaps have been a school teacher or a nurse, a manager, an executive, know exactly what I'm talking about, because suddenly... Um, People don't depend on you anymore. In his book, Our Greatest Gift, which is a meditation on death and dying, Henry Nouns says that our human life is a journey from dependence to independence and back to dependence again. As babies, we are totally dependent upon parents, teachers and others for our day-to-day needs. And when we get to the other end of life, although we would like to be independent for as long as possible, we become dependent as our own capabilities wane. There are obviously those who pass away prematurely who will not experience this. But many of us live to quite an advanced age these days, and we do experience this loss of capabilities. One of the notable effects of being a minister in a small country town and a small community is that one is almost always front and center, whether things go well or badly. As I have had to adapt to no longer being important to a whole community, I was reminded of a poem my grandfather wrote as he was considering two possible moves. He had been invited to be minister at one of the larger churches in London, 
but due to his son having contracted tuberculosis, he had been advised to move to South Africa. And there was an invitation to the Gardens Presbyterian Church at the time. That was quite small in those days. He wrote a poem, and I have set that poem to music and would like to share it with you now. It's entitled, The Call to Obscurity. As the way turned into the west, I heard a voice I knew. Leave now the road for the paths that run into the woods and out of the sun to the valleys hid from view. Then I said, but I love the road with its stir, its cavalcade and the songs that tell of the world's renown and the shouts of them that come riding down with the ring of mail and blade. And he said in the woods at night when the flowers are swayed and blown the wind comes softly touching, caressing the dear rain enters serving and blessing in ways that are never known. And high on the moonlit moon, when the shepherds are asleep, the spirit that holds the wand of slumber Unwearied his truant clouds doth number, Unwatched his watch doth keep. And he said there is beauty enough In a field when the day is blue, And because the way is narrow, I shall be song raises a question in my mind. Are we truly called to obscurity? And why would such a thing be important? I believe that it is an obscurity that we can best serve the kingdom of God in our later years. This does not imply that the world is right in its constant search for youth, nor that the young have all the answers. The true home of wisdom is in those who have experienced life. Nevertheless, we are called to perform a more supportive and educative role in the church, which will enable those who are in leadership positions to function better. Moving out of leadership is not an easy thing to do when you have functioned in that capacity for most of your life but it is a necessary thing to do 
in order that others may grow into what in God intends for them. It is far too easy to accumulate knowledge and ability and then to control a situation where you should not be in control, but rather in the role of a servant. In our scripture reading, John the Baptist is faced with this dilemma. He has been the focus of all Israel. And now Jesus has come along and stolen most of the limelight, as well as many of his followers. John is aware that his role is limited to the announcement of God's Messiah. He is not the Messiah. And we would all do well to remember that we are not the Messiah either. Nevertheless, we do carry within us the person and character of Christ and can bring Christ into every situation we enter. As we age, so it is important that we do this without fanfare or frustration, but quietly allowing God to make his presence felt. In essence, we are called to become purveyors of grace. We have to realize that moving into obscurity is not a death sentence, but a release into being more able to do what is necessary in every situation. Most of those who are carrying leadership within the church are constrained by their position and responsibility to do what is perceived as good for the community or for a certain group of people within it. We no longer have that constraint and are able to do and say what God wants us to do. The call to obscurity then is not a call to fade away, but a call to be the foundation upon which other people can build. This is accomplished through prayer and through taking time to listen to God in ways we never could before. It is a freedom to be parents in Christ to a new generation who will take the good news about Jesus into places we could only dream about. Amen. Thank you for listening and I look forward to being with you again next week. May God bless all of you.